This podcast is brought to you thanks to all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash boards and swords. Go check out there and see how you can help be a sponsor. <laughs> you said no. Live from Swordplay Studios, it's time for Boards and Swords. Woo! Cool. <laughs> uh, insert music here. <laughs> and here. And here. And here. And I'm here. trying. Here. I'm trying to think of uh, the website. It's like uh, Soundforge. They like say that <laughs> over top of like the the royalty free music, so you like you can stream it and like listen to the whole thing. Yeah. But every like five seconds or so, it's like sound for. <laughs> oh, hi there, says Bob. Bob Benton in the chat room. Hi, Bob. Boards and swords. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for her to stop laughing so I can introduce I don't know. the show. There you go. Broke Cindy. I need a laugh button for her, but then it'd be everybody's because the other mics would still pick it up. Oh, yeah, true. Welcome to Boards and Swords. This is a podcast where we have fun talking about board games. I'm one of your hosts. My name's Chris Renshaw. What's going on, everybody? I'm Philip. I am Pastorius Colin, uh, comma. I did that wrong. <laughs> You're, I want whatever you have. Okay? <laughs> and I am Cindy. Whatever Colin's drinking over there. <laughs> Pittsburgh. I want some of that. Pittsburgh. It's a drinking town with a football problem. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I saw something today about Philadelphia and how it was going to have to be renamed. Oh, the cream cheese because, thing, yeah. because the Philadelphia cream cheese lost its naming rights. And so DirecTV took over. So now it's going to be DirecTV Pennsylvania. It was, it was, it was, it was an it was onion article. Ah, okay. But somebody commented and said, that's pretty amusing considering Comcast is based out of Philadelphia. Oh. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Okay, I'm just going to flow into some news. All um, right. Yeah. All right. You want you want to insert news clip here? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, we're having issues with the soundboard. That's why we had like 10 minutes of, we're streaming, but it's just the please stand by. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least we're polite and we put like a please stand by up there. <laughs> They could have watched like Chris just his butt hanging out of the closet <laughs> while he's trying to fix whatever's going on. Or we could have had something like wait a darn minute. <laughs> wait a darn minute. <laughs> Sit down and wait your turn. <laughs> we should get like an animation. Yeah. We should just get like something stupid happening on the screen. Like clip clip art. Like clippy. clippy <laughs> some or something. Like it'd be cool if you took the boards and swords logo and like 3D it and made it rotate and spin around. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. But that's outside my skill set. Or have like a little maintenance guy come up and start like hammering on it because pieces fell off. Oh, oh, yeah. oh it needs to be like digitized. Like like uh, Minecraft blocks, yeah. and it's like dropping into place. There you go. There we go. Mm. Anyway, speaking of news, Simon's been going crazy all over the internet, posting up pictures uh, promoting their upcoming Zombicide Second Edition mm. Kickstarter. Oh, and they cover the typical all over the spectrum hero tropes. You got strong men. You got office dude with machine guns <laughs> and women with short skirts and open chested shirts. Mm. It's disgusting. Now, I had heard that they changed the pronunciation. It's no longer Simon, it's come on. Oh, yeah, I heard that too. But I didn't realize it was pronounced come on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, you posted a couple of the pictures on Twitter. That's just terrible. They were bad. It's so bad. They were so bad. Like, I'm embarrassed. 
And I'm like, why? What woman in their right mind would dress like this in a zombie apocalypse? Well, have you have you seen that one cartoon? Is like that re- armor is ridiculous. What is that going to protect? And like you see them like remove it. It's like a full body suit of armor that just looks like a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, my favorite is so the one that Cindy's talking about is this like Asian schoolgirl looking thing, but like her shirt's like fully open mm-hmm. except for like covering just you know the, the basics. Yeah. Bare minimum. But bare minimum. But the funny part is, is and it was funny because I, I showed this to a couple of women and they gave me, because I wanted some comments on what they thought. And it's funny because the tie, her tie is like blown up like the yeah. wind. Oh, yeah, yeah. But her hair is fine and her shirt is fine. Because if that was actually <laughs> when, like her shirt would be like flown off. True. If it was as much, so well, you, you I, don't gel a tie though. You gel your hair. <laughs> I was no. I just made the t- uh, I just made the joke that they uh, they must have starched the tie, so that's why <laughs> it's just like permanently stuck up like that. It's oh a Dilbert gosh. tie. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. 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 Are you going back to find the? I'm the trying. Yeah. Uh, so there's not a that picture. One, the, that's not that the one. one where it's basically uh, Sonic ch- or Sonic waitress with a chainsaw on. Yeah. On yeah. The yeah. And that's not great either. And an eye patch. Yeah. It's not great either. What? She's a car well, hop. Well, now you know what? You know now you know why she has the eye patch because she was rolling around with a chainsaw and yeah, <laughs> she was on roller skates so with a chainsaw. Stupid. That's incredible. That it only hit her eye. Right. Yeah. It's lucky. You may have to scroll back. This was like last week sometime. Oh, there it is. There we go. Show Colin. <laughs> Philip may have to go out for a while. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> TMI. Not for cartoon boobs. How much am I supposed to edit out? <laughs> I'll leave that for your your tasteful discretion. We've got shorter episodes, but longer edit times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically, it's just I don't see why that's needed in a board game. Philip was not impressed. <laughs> that, whoa, that says something. Oh, he wasn't even wanting to show me. That's how not, not impressed he was. Really. All right, now if we want to talk about your wife's oh, right there. If but you she want, did say show you. If we want to moving on, if we want to talk about other things that have pissed me off this week. Uh, a new set of awards dubbed the American Tabletop Awards were announced. And Why do gave, we need to make decisions? Uh, they gave away their uh, 2019 award winners. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the panel is a group of various board game media creators and personalities who have decided to catch the moon and create an American award equivalent to the Spiel des Jahres. Mm. However, many people have decided to rage against the committee members detailing their perceived chronicles of crime and why they are unfit to give awards. If we dig down into the root of their problem, though, it's that they're just quacks and need to shut up and move on. I take it those are the games <laughs> yeah. that are... So Chronicles of Crime, Root, and... Uh, quacks. Quacks and Quedlinburg. Yeah. Is it just those three? No. Catch the Moon. Oh, Catch the Moon. Sorry. Okay. So who are the panels? It's like Suzanne and Bebo and Becca Scott and Netters from Netters Plays. So it's all women? No, there's... Uh, uh, is there someone- Theo, Theo, uh, mm. the geeky gamer guy, um, okay. and but there, there's technically not a white male straight dude on the panel, mm. and that's why there's people oh, complaining. <laughs> we are now underrepresented. Yep, <laughs> I'm just in the yes, go up. I don't care. <laughs> that's the that's the point. I mean, it'd be cool to see who wins awards, but I don't really care. Who I the like that is. you're my dad now, Col- or Colin. What? What? <laughs> 
<laughs> Somebody's guessing. Hey there, if I had to guess your names, left is Simon. Next to Simon is Seth. So I'm Seth now. Okay. And then that's Sarah. And, <laughs> and my dad Colin, is Colin right. is the dad. Well, except for the fact that this is my left and you're on my right. So technically, well, Colin. Well, you, no, no, no. You got to think of the like camera, the camera. I know. Anyways, She's moving Simon. on. Camera right. Ooh, She's Simon. There we go. Zombie apocalypse women should be like Sarah Connor from Terminator or Ripley from Alien. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes, they have Get to away have from like her. all those. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They got to have boots and like not necessarily and, armor, but well, they need they, to be mechanical body suits. For... And they got to be sassy when the sergeant's like, I don't know, what can you do? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I got a license to run have, that loader. How about they, that? They need to have cargo pants and big old jackets like they can hide <laughs> that they can hide um and guns huge and <laughs> tracks of land, of land. <laughs> what did i say you got you know you, you paused at a, is, at a, you paused yeah <laughs> all right when you were trying to describe the jacket you're like they're gonna have big old <laughs> <laughs> and i did have my hands and i did have my hands there oh my god <laughs> oh my god no no they all have- right everybody that's our show <laughs> see you next week <laughs> You're not far off on my age. Good job. Um, She's anyway, complimenting this for some reason. I have no idea what's going on. Whatever. So, yeah, the jackets. They have to have big old jackets so they can shove all their their <laughs> ammo and guns and stuff in. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Is there any more news? <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, a new ticket to ride packs coming. Yes, oh, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. The I'm Japanese, so excited. the Japanese in uh, Italy. It's so pretty. Uh, the Japanese map's gonna have bullet trains, while the Italy side will have ferry routes. Mm. Which is strange, because my suggestion to them was to put the game in a magic bullet blender, not the other way around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Rude. On to a much better game. Uh, FFG premiered the first Hero Pack expansion for the upcoming Marvel Champions game. Boo! (laughs) Which will allow you to play the game as Captain America. (laughs) I don't know why I did guns for that. (laughs) Uh, Should be more of a hair thing. Yeah. I can't wait for this, because I really associate with the character... Uh, mainly because after that last joke, it might be put on ice soon. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> That's the news. Them's the news. Oh, it's so- funny when you say onto a much better game. It's always it's either Simon or FFG every time. Well, yeah. Okay, so uh, I um, just a, just a hi observation. Chris Renshaw. We met. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I have some, something that I found. So I was scrolling through Twitter, and I saw this article that. Peter, who designed Tiny Towns, shared a link to. And it's called The Best Two-Person Board Games to Play on Date Night. Okay. And, I mean, that's a fairly normal article, right? Except for this one's on Cosmopolitan.com. So I'm like, really? What kind of games are they promoting? Anyway, so I was pleasantly surprised. The first game is Codenames Duet. Yeah. Which is great. Um, Then they, I mean, they have Bananagrams and Scrabble on here um, and some card games. But then they have Hive which is another good hobby game. The Tiny Towns obvi- is on here, which is why Peter was mm. promoting it. And Patchwork is on here. And then they end with Tic-Tac-Toe. <laughs> <laughs> that, seems like a, like, that seems like satire there. Well, it's it's pretty cool that board games are on a, like modern hobby oh. games oh. are on a mainstream thing here, so, platform. So you just reminded me of another pet peeve I have. That is, if you listen to some board game podcasts, whenever there's one of these articles that comes out, they always like shame whoever like wrote like, oh my god, they probably just had some intern or somebody look up board like, 
okay, mister, who set your standard <laughs> for how much that someone needs to play board games before they can write an article recommending games? Yeah. I mean, I think it's great because even though some of these are, you know, more... Another modern it's someone's opinion. Oh, morals. Yeah. Yeah. morals. Yeah. I just, it's always that like, pff, nobody knows board games like we do. Oh, These I outsiders. I have no problem with whoever wrote this. I'm, j- I'm impressed. Well, I know. I'm, I'm just. And I'm excited it's getting the word out there. So we, we could always point them to, um, I have like decades of knowledge less than you guys. <laughs> and I spawned a three episode arc of uh, our yeah. podcast. I'm going to talk about uh, time stories to get everybody caught up on, on my time stories adventures. All right. Because I have like a regular Monday night we played. Oh my God. We played a Stella Drive. That was mm-hmm. terrible. Garbage. Terrible? I thought it was Garbage. Es- Estrella or something. Uh, I. It looks like a Stella Drive, and it's in the America. First of all, there have been, because the company that makes it's French, I believe, so there oh, have been yeah, yeah, small yeah. translation issues every now and then. Okay. This one was the worst, where it's like, wait, what? Like, usually it's like a word or something that like the, the grammar isn't quite right. Sure. This sure. was just all over the place. And not to mention that it, I just thought it was weird, and then come to find out that Estella Drive is basically the Manson murders. Mm. What? Like, the story is exactly, like, when I went and looked into it and talked to some people, it's legit the Manson murders, and your job in the Estella Drive is to go back and make sure the Manson murders happen. What? Mm. Yeah. That's insane. (laughs) Because somebody else is going back to stop, you know, like, to basically keep someone from getting caught or something like that. Mm. And so, yeah, it's just like, of all the ideas you could have done, like, why do we have to do this one? Yeah, Wasn't that's the, really this weird. the one that's like the film? Yes. Uh, okay. So is this like in L.A.? Yes. Okay. L.A. L.A. La la. Yeah. But I will say the next one, which is the penultimate one, Brotherhood of the Coast was actually really good and one of my favorites. Oh, that's mm. good. Uh, it definitely leaned into the story a lot more, the, the overall background meta story. Um, and we really, really enjoyed that one. I like I said, I can't say too much because I don't want to spoil. But it, course, th- yeah. this one's a pirates themed one, okay. uh, and it introduced a whole bunch of new mechanics that really explored the pirate theme really well. Mm. Which sucks because like it in it actually ends on like a cliffhanger. Oh, for the next one. But I've heard the the ending is just kind of flat <laughs> on the last <laughs> like one. on the Madame. I've heard it just does not follow through. Hmm. So we've we've put it on the shelf for now because it's. Uh, not worth paying full price from what we hear. So we're gonna wait till it goes on sale, and <laughs> that's like probably good. Yeah. So we've been playing Charterstone instead. Right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. We were able to get two games in that in of that in on uh on Monday night. So nice. we finished up to game three now. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Cool beans. Just the campaign Mondays <laughs> <laughs> update. I'm glad you're getting to do that. That's great. You're like the one person that has like a campaign day <laughs> that I know, like. Anywhere, online, in person, anything. Really? Because there's a lot of people that I know that have dedicated like campaign night stuff. Well, not the people I follow. Yeah. But yeah, I see like, it's like, man, I, I wish we could get together and soon and do another campaign day where we can finish the first Pandemic Legacy. And it was well, like, that's why we came up with it because we were so many, we were just like, man, I wish this thing. And then it was like, mm-hmm. we're just going to set aside Mondays and that's going to be the day. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what needs to happen. You, you mm-hmm. should, you know, put this in like literature. Yeah. Hand out pamphlets on the corner. Oh, okay. Uh, Rusted Beetle in the chat room's doing Saturdays, his campaign day. They're doing Dragon Heist. Ah. Cool. Dragon Heist. I mean, it's just like setting aside an RPG night, yeah. except you play campaign board games instead, hmm. which yeah. is probably why I've gotten it together, because it's my RPG folks. Yeah, that's that what I was playing. thinking. Yeah, it was 
same thing. Yeah, the the thing I think that would make it hard is the people that we play games with, their schedules are always so variable, I guess. And we could say, okay, yeah, sure, every Monday is going to be game night at our house. You know, we're going to play through this campaign or whatever. But then it would probably be half the nights. Oh, I can't make it. I'm sorry, I have to work later. Oh, I'm on travel or both. You know, and so it's just. Oh, we definitely have hard. that happen. That's why like Gen Seven took mm. like definitely longer than seven weeks to do. Yeah. But on the down on the upside, you at least have each other you could play campaign yes. games with. We yeah. do, we do. I I want to try I actually want to try Machi Koro Legacy. I'm curious about that. I'm curious for someone else to try it and tell <laughs> me about it. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew says he has an unfinished risk legacy game because one friend has collected so much salt that he can never enjoy his fries again. <laughs> I'm assuming that means he's just he's just that ba- salty. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. Uh, Rusty Beatles Monday Night's Campaign for North Africa. It's literally like the longest board game ever created. Yeah, I've heard about <laughs> it. Oh, my. Which it's I like believe... practically real time. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So he says like f- f- Monday nights for the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what are we, uh, your town or... Hey, we can uh, get a game group to commit to that. I know, mm-hmm. right? Uh, your town yeah. or Pantone? So we have your This isn't an RPG show. This is a board game show. That looks like an RPG. This is like a hybrid. Hey, hey, hey. The board gamers are bringing an RPG on. Let's let this uh, one roll. Okay, okay. Yeah, but uh, it is a Western theme. Oh. Okay, now get it out of here. (laughs) I got in touch with Van Ryder Games because they have these graphic novel adventures, which is kind of a hybrid of sorts of storytelling and board gaming. This is like, to me, the ultimate solo experience. Uh, because, well, you can just close because up no the book. Because no one else will play it with him. You can close up the book and uh, just <laughs> sorry. come and go as you will. Okay. But they have a whole bunch of these, and I'll, I'll go over the different themes here in a second. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they came out last year? Uh, they actually have three sets. Okay. Uh, and there's like five in each set. But uh, in this one in particular, you are representing someone that has strolled into some random western town, and you are thrust into a position of trying to build up the town. And so you're going out and exploring different territories. Like there's a map that you are exploring and building up buildings and Does getting... That f- Sorry, I'm interrupting. Does that fold up inside the book though? No, this, uh, this was actually, I'm holding up a, a my own map that I printed off the website. They have all printout stuff. Ah, it's in okay. the book itself in the back. Okay, cool. That's I was just that was what I was saying. I was wondering if it like was other packaging besides yeah. the book, but no, it's resources you could print out. That's cool. Yeah. And then you just laminated it. Yeah, yourself. I laminated it so I could play it without having to get it a bunch back of times. And forth. Yeah. Because uh there are stats that will change back and forth in there. You have your ammunition, your money, you got your number of jobs in the town, your food, safety rating, because if you encounter something, it'll say like if your safety rating wasn't above ten Bandits are in your town and they take people out and your rating, your approval rating goes down. And so there's a lot of stats to maintain. This is actually, of the ones that are out there, I've heard this is the most complex, like most bookkeeping that it, there is. Most of them just have like this piece, which is, it's called a bookmark. And it, yeah. This is like the size of it. It's huge. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Most of the stats are on this thing itself. And this is what is in most of the things. But this one has like four extra sheets because it's so much bookkeeping that's going on. I was like, well, it's Western theme. I'm going to be interested in this one and might get me into the other ones. It is a pretty neat thing. Like uh, if you space it out enough, you forget what's going on and like you can go back and 
possibly make the same mistake, get mauled by a bear again. <laughs> <laughs> Does that happen to you? It happened to me my first time. I was like, okay, open it up on the plane, and it's like about twenty minutes in. Well, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, really? But so quick? obviously it's something where you could keep replaying it over and over. Yeah. Uh, there's a So there's like two pages of rules in the beginning. It's that this is like the rules for the game. It's the front cover and one extra page. And it says, if this is your first time, start on page one. If not, go to page or frame something, something, 88, I think, and start from there. And so you can choose a different direction each time. It's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure book in a yeah. way, right? Yeah, that's basically what it is. It's, uh, it crosses that with a lot of elements of board gaming and roll and writes, uh, really, without yeah. without rolling and writing. But something cool in this, there's uh, there's gunplay. You do that by dropping your pin on the book, and if you drop it and the tip hits like whoever or whatever you're shooting at, you hit it. Nice. Yeah. I'm assuming you have to be like a certain distance up. Uh, yeah, I think it said like at least six inches above the book. And so like in the middle of the flight, I'm like holding my pen up and was like, I wonder what my neighbors are thinking. <laughs> yeah. By the way, only because you brought up Roland Wrights. I heard somebody come up with the, the, I don't know who came up with it, but I heard somebody say the perfect term for it because he's like, you know, there's Roland Wrights and then there's the, the flip and fill or whatever. Mm-hmm. Rando writers. <laughs> because it's some sort of randomization and then a writing. Oh my god. Just gosh. an all encompassing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, they have a whole bunch of other things in this. And I'm really curious to get into them because my second game of this was actually several hours. Oh wow. And uh I found out at the end like you are you're picking a goal you're trying to accomplish in the game and turns out the goal uh, is you're trying to aim for a certain score and at the end of it you're going to be judged on how high your score is like whether or not you get tarred and feathered and thrown out of town or just asked to leave or you get commended or something like that uh, i only got the tar and feather ending so far <laughs> so you haven't been a very good mayor no i haven't this always reminds me there's a couple other ones that aren't the graphic novel like this but they're still kind of like the puzzly book i've heard people talk about like uh things like journal 29 or something like that i've heard some podcasts talk about oh, i don't know that one um, but it's the same uh, that the, that one has like each page is a puzzle that you go to a website when you think you have the answer mm. and fill it in and it tells you if you can go to the next page or not. Oh, that's cool. gotcha. But yeah, I, I, I'm really interested on the other ones. There's like one that's called Captive. It's uh, someone's been kidnapped yeah, and you're I gotta, going. I gotta you're going up, after it. I got them pulled up here. There's a couple season, of pirates. season one and season two. Yeah, there's a couple of pirate theme ones. Sherlock Holmes. It's like kind of a Japanese, like someone's stolen like sacred sprouts and you're trying to pursue them. So I'm really interested to check some of the other ones out. Yeah. It uh, looks like, like... Ca- Captive Loop Guru, which I'm assuming is a werewolf theme. One. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tears of a Goddess. One Sherlock Holmes one. The Your Town is that's season one. Season two is Sherlock Holmes and the Moriarty Associates. Uh, pirate theme one. I can't read the subtitle. Mystery which is like a superheroes one, another Sherlock Holmes one, and then another Pirates one. So yeah, there's something for everyone, it seems. It looks like Theme it. Wise, like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's no farming one for Cindy. <laughs> I like Westerns. Well, there there's like some farm and ranch building in your town, so it could kind of dual purpose. But yeah, this, mm-hmm. for me, it's it gets two thumbs up for a great solo experience. It, some And with the lamination, you can take it anywhere, do it outside. Great. Yeah. Cool. And you don't have to worry about erasing pencil. You just grab a dry erase marker and boop. Mm-hmm. Or a or a tissue, a napkin. 
Yeah. Are the pages that way? Or are you talking about on your laminated On my sheets? laminated things. Yeah. Well, so that's extra stuff you'd have to do first. You would, yeah. yeah. But I mean, if you just have a nice, you know, eraser, like a big old chunky eraser, it'd make it easy to do. So. Yeah. And you don't have to laminate. You can just write and erase with pencil. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm meaning. Like oh, okay. a big chunky pink eraser with a pencil. Oh yeah, that kind of chunky pink mm-hmm. with the blue on the other end. <laughs> yeah, that was great. So yeah, that's your town. Cool. My town. You said it was Van Ryder Games. Van Ryder Games. Yes. Okay. This town ain't uh, big enough for the two of us. Graphic novel adventures. I think is what it mm-hmm. says. G. Oh yeah, that even says it on the book cover. All right, you want to talk about Pantone next? Okay, so Pantone. You've played this game? I've played this game. Oh, cool. I played it at Gen Con last year when it released. So Pantone is from Cryptozoic Games, and basically it it is a get your people to guess what you're making type of game. In the box, it's literally just a whole bunch of color swatches, and thus the name Pantone, because they're known for, you know, colors. The color wheel. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's the basic colors, red, blue, green, orange, purple, black, brown, white, gray, but there's different hues and things of the different types of colors. And so throughout the game, each person is going to have three cards that they... Well, you get dealt more cards and you choose. No, you get dealt three. You get dealt four. You choose three. Thank you. You get dealt four cards at the beginning of the game. You choose which three you want to try and get people to guess. And the guessing happens in three rounds. The first round is... Basically, you can use as many color swatches as you want to get people to guess your word. And then the next round, you can only use one of each color. And then in the third round, it's only three total cards of any color. So it gets progressively harder trying to get people to guess what mm-hmm. your word is. And the words are all pop culture references. Or they're so, all, they're all, yeah, they're all characters or real people. Yes. Yeah. They're all pop culture type stuff. For the most part. Like, I mean, most people are going to know all of what's in this box. Like, for instance, Bart Simpson or Casper, Batman, things like that. Master Chief. Yeah, we had SpongeBob, I think, is one of them. Yeah, yeah. In the the directions, it's got Mr. Potato Head on there. Yeah, exactly. And so the, the cool thing is once the, if it's your turn to be the artist, they call it, you take and you choose your color swatches based on whatever phase it is, and you start assembling them to fit your character or person, whatever. Like, for instance, say that you had Batman. You know, you could get some black and a little bit of white, and I mean, I don't know what else you need because I don't really... Maybe a little bit of yellow, yellow for the buckle and whatnot. And so you just kind of put it together to make it look like Batman, but they're all, you know, just rectangle swatches, so it's not going to look exactly right but then everybody it's like minecraft yeah and, and you didn't build it to scale yeah <laughs> so everybody gets an opportunity to guess what you think the character is or the person is and if nobody guesses it correctly there's hints on the card and you start giving out hints well the more hints that you give the less points that are given once it's guessed and the hints once they compile on each other it kind of by the end, it makes it somewhat obvious, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really cool because both the artist and the person guessing get points. Yeah. And so it's in our experiences playing this, like I kind of thought, like, well, if ever if you are really good, I mean, you just will people will have the same number of points, and so there's always gonna be a tie. No, I've never seen that happen. Like because you may be a really good guesser, and the other person 
isn't or you know vice versa so it just i don't know yeah the uh don't play this two player it says two no, player. it says not. it does two player on the box it's because <laughs> because I, then you are the same it's an activity That's, at that point. yeah that is the only time where the points would be exactly the same he's right yeah but i just would i just wouldn't keep score it yeah. is it can be a fun activity just trying see, to get each other to guess yeah try and see cards, who can but, if you can do it without getting to the last clue yeah right, we, we've exactly. done that in other games like imagine we've done it like just kind of goofing up okay i'll do one now oh uh-huh. now you do one yeah uh-huh. But if you're trying to do like a game like with a win lose, oh yeah, you can't don't with do this. two. Because I mean, I don't know how it, it just doesn't work point scoring wise. By the way, just before you continue, uh, before I lose this, I got a new Western game that you need to get. Mm-hmm. Rusty Beetle says he has a game called "This Town Ain't Big Enough for the Two to Four of Us." I've I've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> it says it's a Carcassonne knockoff kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That just sounds perfect for you. <laughs> I'll look more into it. I like that title. Yeah, so we this game also has team play. We've not played it with the team play yet mm-hmm. because we're all very competitive. <laughs> we like, you know, we well, like most we've played it with was like four people. We have so. only played with four, so teams wouldn't be as exciting. And there's also advanced modes and stuff where because the game is timed, so you can reduce the amount of time, or you can make it so that they only get three total swatches for every phase, or it's. You know, there's different variations and stuff. So I think this game is pretty fun. I mean, I'm not terribly good at... Well, I will say, oftentimes when I'm playing this game, I have to like Google an image of the character that I'm trying mm-hmm. to create. Because I'm like, I know this, but I don't know exactly like how best to portray it color-wise. And so, yeah, it's kind of fun. Which Batman? <laughs> yeah. Michael so, Keaton. Michael Keaton, Adam West. Like... <laughs> Like I had Shrek one Adam time. Adam West with the blue cape. Yeah. Yeah, I had Shrek one time and I'm like, it's just a bunch of green. Like what else do you put in there? And so I had to look it up. I was like, okay, there's brown. He's got brown shoes. And If you really you know. want to mess with someone, you put down like onion colors. Oh, yeah, you could. <laughs> but you want them to figure it you out. You do want them to figure it out because you want to get points too. Oh, you get points like when I they said, guess. Like I said, you yeah. and the oh. person who if the guessed four, it If gets the four points. of us are playing and- That's annoying. Well, if it encourages you to get it on the first guess. Yeah, because if Cindy's the if Cindy's the artist, mm-hmm. then and you figure it out, you two both get the same amount of yeah, points. Yeah, we both would get five points, and me and Colin don't get anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like there should be something in there of if they guess yours too easy. Well, that's, I mean, you could house rule yeah, it like for sure. Would... Like I said, there's oh, you're talking rules. about somebody making it super easy. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is with these blocks, it's hard to do that. It is yeah. because it's it very is. abstract. Yeah, like to make it super easy usually means involves like taking a whole bunch of them and there's only four of each color. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot to say that there's only oh. four of each swatch. So so it limits. And then mm-hmm. she didn't mention. I don't know if she meant got to this. I part. did mention that you get less and less cards yeah. each each. So phase. like by the le- by the last round you have you three total you have cards. Three yeah. swatches you can pick from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it does get. Pr- you have to think about which one you're doing first of your three. Yeah, cards when you're that planning you it, when you choose your three cards it's like okay i'm gonna do this in the when i have all the cop options available this one i could definitely do this with only three and yeah and and it is nice that it's not just gonna be like random words it's all characters or real people right right so it's definitely something doable abstract kind of concept yeah that would be horrible Like the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you could do it. You with just certain take the things. entire color palette and dump it onto the table. <laughs> Blah, the internet. A mess. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could do like fruit and vegetables, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But generally, sticking with P 
people and characters is a good good thing in a game like this. So what do you think of it? Yeah, I like it. It's not my favorite of this type of like the guess what yeah. I'm making type like imagine's probably oh, gonna be I my love, go-to. Yeah, I agree about that. I just love combining all the different shapes and uh, things and that. Mm-hmm. But it's good. Uh, mm-hmm. It it does what it does and it does it good. Yeah. The Lego one was kind of decent. Oh, the Creationary. Yeah. Mm. I have that. I like the box. Oh, that did I play it with yeah, you? Is that, that was, why? It, was, it was me, okay. you, and Chloe. We played. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I'm like that was kind of decent. Yeah. Yeah, I do like the box that Pantone comes in. It's yeah, really it's nice. it's got a nice insert. All the swatches sit separated, and in their own thing. Mm-hmm. Like I would want to watch some really artistic people play this game. Oh, oh yeah, I could get yeah, like I could a be bunch really... of artists. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like it, yet it, you, there's there's a, there's something too that having that uh, that talent, but yet be having these restrictions. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd like to see how that plays. out. Yeah, that'd out. be really cool. Yeah, it could be cool. so I only played it the once. I did. We did a demo. It was one of those. That's neat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd have to play it more to get a full opinion. Yeah, it's interesting. I brought a solo game, and then we have a party game uh, right after that. Oh yeah, true. Total opposite ends. Mm-hmm. Well, all we need next is a real-time game, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's round it out. There we go. Uh, so there's a Marvel theme going on today, considering I just got Marvel Champions. <laughs> so I've, I, got, I managed to get... This is actually a little old. I believe this came out last year, I want to say. Sounds right. Yeah, because we were... Um, didn't, hadn't it just come out before uh, Simon Expo? The Marvel version? Yeah. You're thinking of the, I'm thinking of something else, aren't I? You're thinking of Roy had this is five minute Marvel. Yes. Uh, you're thinking Roy Candidate had the print and play of the Kickstarter. He had a, a review copy of the five minute dungeon curses expansion piece, is what you were thinking of. Somebody had something with a Thor's fist. Oh. No, that was uh Thanos Rising. Thanos. Th- yes. That's what where it had like an actual Thanos figure in the middle. Yes. Mm. That different game. Completely Same different game. Comp- Maybe okay, but no, no I think no, that's the, USAopoly. The, yeah, well, yeah, it was USAopoly at the time. I want to say last year, it was late. I want to say it was later last year. Uh, five minute Marvel. This is a Marvel skin, pretty much literally, of the five minute dungeon game, which our group, our, our RPG group, really loves. Loves especially because it's a very it's five minutes long. It's like literally five minutes. Mm-hmm. You, you set a timer for five minutes and go. The game has all the players have decks that have different symbols on them. And then there's a deck that you have to go through and play symbols to defeat each card. Mm-hmm. And then when you get uh, everybody's got different abilities that affect how they can do things is this the fundamental basics of the game. But it's a real time you start and then you just kind of go chaotically. But I saw like the 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 dungeon theme is only going to appeal so far. I feel, you know, there's a lot of people. Yeah. That you know, five minute dungeon. That kind of thing isn't going to sound so. So when I heard that there was a Marvel, I've been wanting to try it to see what the differences are. And so Jen kind of managed to pick the or managed to get a review copy to try it out. Uh, and I've played it a bunch to see what all the differences are. And there aren't a lot of different. Everything's just skinned comic book wise. The only big gameplay difference is there instead of having a single deck like ever there's a single deck that gets dealt out to everybody in five minute marvel no in five minute dungeon everyone has their own deck because it's color coded to your player that's board. right that's yes. right okay so in five minute marvel everybody has their own deck but it's only 10 cards that are specific to that hero and then there's a, g- a stack of generic cards that's, that's dealt out to everybody yes. so i had that backwards and that's kind of the only hang up i have is that there are two deck and that on your turn you uh 
you have to draw from either your personal neutral deck, I guess I'll call it, mm-hmm. or your personal hero deck, which only has like mm. 10 cards. And when you're out of cards, you can't do anything, mm. yeah. which as we found is possible, but <laughs> takes like a lot of discarding to it do. It does. Mm. Yeah. If your special ability. Yeah. Like using you your ability and mm-hmm. stuff. Well, even the crisis cards. It was like, hey, yeah. discard your hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, discard they did. Hand. That's discard true. Your hand. Mm-hmm. That was my only quote-unquote beef is that just there's two decks, so it's something else to think about of what deck am I pulling cards from yeah. when I'm refilling my hand. But that's not even really a... I kind of like that aspect. Like I, I I had no problem going between the two myself. I kept forgetting to draw out of the hero deck. I think Magic Maze might have prepped me for that because Maybe. you're looking in four different directions in that game. And True. so this is two different directions. And so... Or right. I guess technically three because you're right. choosing which deck and then you're looking at the thing in the middle. True. I just I, saying between the two, I liked Dungeon where it was just one deck and it's just refill, a bit more throw, refill, just, throw. Yeah. Yeah. I, I ignored my hero deck <laughs> because like, I went through and like, oh yeah, look at your hero and like go pull my hero, looked at the cards and I was like, these, no. <laughs> we need to defeat the monsters and these cards don't have symbols on them. Well, mm. but some of them, they were like, there they, was one that they was were like- some of the def- cards that were built into the other decks in Dungeon. Yeah. Where it was like, freeze the entire game until someone plays a card. Right. And oh, yeah. Well, yeah. it yeah. depended It depended on the character you play. On the, on like, the specific uh, hero, yeah. Like Iron Man had some that was just like, oh, if it's got a tech card, play this card to defeat the entire yeah. card. That's right. And yeah, I had yeah. one that was, this counts as every symbol of the crisis yeah. card mm-hmm. you're trying to defeat. But yeah, Matt, uh, the five-minute games do finish in five minutes. Or less, if you beat it quicker than that. (laughs) Or like us, you do it in four minutes and 58 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I got everybody here to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was fun. So what did y'all... So you'd play Dungeon. Yep. Uh, So we'll get back to you. What did you two think of Five Minute Marvel? I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I enjoy real-time cooperative games like this. And like all the games that the theme doesn't matter to me... uh, I didn't mind it. Okay. Like, because yeah. the theme's not really there. It's just like kind of flavor. Yeah. I mean, it was cool having, you know, the Marvel universe, I guess. But at the same time, I don't know too much about the Marvel universe. Right. So it's just like, okay, like, cool. I have no no idea who Squirrel Girl is. Yeah, I have no <laughs> She's idea. She's a girl that's a squirrel. Yeah, but like it didn't matter to me. It's just like, okay, I draw one of her cards that's got a, an ability on it. Yeah. Had nothing nothing really necessarily to do with her character. It just, hey, you can do this thing. Yeah. yeah. So would you have if if this and five minute dungeon were on a shelf? I would though, rather play this than dungeon. That's seeing that's what I thought. And that's what mm-hmm. I was really curious. First of all, this comes in a regular box size. What is the dungeon? The dungeon one had this weird hourglass oh, yeah. kind of shape. Oh, that's right, it did. Huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah you it's can't real, stack that very well. I, I think they changed they may have changed it. I think they did come out eventually with this, but that's when I saw this. I was like, finally, a regular <laughs> box size. Yeah. All right. So, Philip. Wait, it does? I thought the one Chris has. But Chris may have gotten the reprinted version, but I think the Kickstarter. Because he got the one with the little barbarian baby figure, which was Kickstarter exclusive. Oh. Well, maybe it's the, maybe I have it backwards, and the Kickstarter version was square, and the retail Is had the, the funky hourglass. shape. But okay. I know the funky shape one does exist. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. So you you played Dungeon, you yes. played Marvel. What? Which one do you like better? Uh, I I like Dungeon better, just because okay. I ignored my hero deck. Yeah, because it was more focused on symbols, defeat monsters. Sure, there's the abilities and everything, but I mean, they in the dungeon, the ability cards were already shuffled into my deck. I didn't have to draw from a separate pile. Right, and that was my so the same thing was right in there. there. It was just 
part of your yeah. one deck. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's a shame you can't just shuffle the two decks together. I mean, you could. Yeah. you could. You could. Yeah. You're a grown adult. You do whatever you want. I mean, you, yeah, you just take <laughs> the decks. You should, once you deal out the neutral deck to everybody, yeah. just shuffle the cards together. Yeah. And that that's probably just like a player I mean, choice kind of you're thing. Un- yeah. You're unshuffling them at the end of the game anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense considering what big D&D players we are. Also, mm-hmm. the theme a little bit. I think true, if I had to, if I had both, I'd probably pull Dungeon off the shelf more. But I like that the Marvel one exists because, like I said, I think this is a more open oh, yeah. theme. Yeah. And the gameplay is pretty fun. Gameplay is pretty fun. It um, It's, I mean, and like you were saying, people see... People see Dungeon next to Marvel, and they're like, I know Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grab that. Yeah, but the we'll say that this is based on like the comics, not necessarily the the movies. The movies. So like, there's a bunch of other characters that may not be in the movies. Yeah. Like, True. Modoc is one of the villains. Yeah. Or Squirrel Girl. Or Squirrel Girl. Be, yeah. <laughs> I do love the insert of this game, though. Philip just opened the box and reminded me, like, it's, yeah. it's a cool insert. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. It makes me think that there might be expansions for it coming, or at least they thought that there was the possibility mm. of expansions. There's, I think there's, like, two extra slots yeah. in there. Oh, yeah, for, for the, hero, the decks. hero decks. Mm-hmm. It looks like, yeah, two extra slots. Yeah. I was going through and looking, because maybe some of the... Um, so first thing I picked up was the uh, Rocket and Groot deck, and one of the cards, We Are Groot, another card, I Am Groot, um, <laughs> Big Blaster, Nobody Panic, I Got a Plan. I mean, these are all, I don't remember if the ones in Dungeon had like, I don't know, not, well, so, not flavor text, but titles yeah. that's, of the cards. That's the problem is the game is so fast, you're not looking at no, that you're at not. all. Yeah. <laughs> you can't or else you would lose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and like these cards, they do have, so um, Iron Man. So we have a card called Repulsor Rays, one card called Jarvis, Hall of Armor, Jarvis again. Yeah, I mean, they're... That's funny that there's a Jarvis card because Jarvis is the timer. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> but you don't need the app for it. You could just use some sort of five-minute timer. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. So like you the, could use a kitchen timer if you yeah, wanted to. The cards are the cards are titled yeah. to their specific uh Characters. character with oh my, some powers. Oh my gosh, I taught this to my parents who are not regular board gamers. Like mm-hmm. they've played some games and that was crazy because it was later <laughs> at night and also we were in the lobby of a hotel. And was there, there was, yelling? There was there was yelling, but there was also like a cheerleading, uh, like or like a soccer or hockey team, a uh, girls soccer or hockey team having like some sort of banquet, oh or not like banquet, but like they were at this place for a tournament and eating dinner in the lobby mm. as well. So like a bunch of noise, and yeah, we're trying to play this. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I like it. Uh, I like. I don't see. I was thinking about getting dungeon. I don't see a need because Marvel definitely fills in the gap. They, they have, I my squabbles are so minor, but I still enjoy the game. And like you said, like the one big one was the two decks, and, and you, you can said like you them. can just mix them together and not even think about there you it. Go. Yeah, oh, you just keep drawing. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely give this. I'd two thumbs up. I would play this often, mm-hmm. especially this is like the perfect filler game. Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. quick. Uh, like we played it literally while we were waiting for you to show up to game night. Oh yeah, Philip was late. Oh yeah, and then we played it with me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. while we were eating, or while you were eating. <laughs> that's kind of funny because this is five minutes escape is 10 minutes and magic maze is 15 minutes so you got that those intervals <laughs> oh, in there. yeah yeah that's cool when you need uh, to kill an awkward amount of time yeah just and with that uh we are going to get to a game show here soon Yay. sweet go ahead and prep your minds we're playing rank is right again right. oh no 
which which is which is, which is lower yeah <laughs> oh okay i'm ready okay Closest anyways without I'm going not. over <laughs> without going under without going under so you want to be higher yes higher you want to anyways be before we get to that just a reminder that everyone should go to patreon.com slash boards and swords and take a look at our page and consider dollar a month just giving a dollar a month mm-hmm. and get some free goodies. In fact, we're going to do a bonus episode right after this. Mm-hmm. We're going to shut the stream down because it's going to go to Patreon backers only. Mm. Mm-hmm. And because I had an idea for a topic that I didn't want to lengthen the show with. <laughs> and so I figured, hey, we need to do a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. So why not do that? Yeah, it's great. Good idea. Yeah, I'll edit that one. <laughs> Appreciate that. Because <laughs> there probably won't be much editing. <laughs> So uh, with that, it is time for the rank is right. So I don't I don't know the Price is Right theme song. I can't like jump on. Oh, okay. All right, so don't look at my screen, Philip. I'll do whatever I want. No blinders. Put on them blinders. So if you've never, if you're new to the show, this is a game where I go to the popular board game website boardgamegeek.com, and there is a browse function where you can go to random game, and I go pick out random games that have an overall ranking and I will let everybody take a swag at whether of what they think the game is take a ranked. Swag? You keep using that word. I don't uh, think it means what you think it means. <laughs> Do you mean take a stab? That or one. a swing? Okay. Eh, whatever. Oh yes. Yeah, take a swag. <laughs> <laughs> so our first game, first game up for bid, is Chaos Ball. You've played this game. I oh, yeah. we, we played, played like we played like fifteen minutes of this game. That's right. And then we decided it was really weird. So we yeah. were oh, like, all right, yeah. we're gonna back. Chaos Ball, the fantasy game. sport of total domination. It's an got Eric, it's got the busts, Eric Lane right? game. Hmm? It's got the busts. Uh yes. little miniatures, but they're like busts. It's like head and shoulders of like people. No, they got actual people. I'm not saying there's not those. Oh, there like, might be. Okay. It's like the team managers or something are like yeah. busts. I still find this funny. This is an Eric Lane game. Mm. It's by Simon. It is a new kind of fantasy sports game combining rugby-style passing finesse and first-person shooter domination-style scoring. Oh, my gosh. That sounds dumb. So it is... Let's see. We'll give you some stats here. It is from 2014. It has 200... Or excuse me. There's 242 comments. There is 694 ratings. Mm. 30 to 60 minutes. Wait, 2.53 out of 5... Philip, let's have you start. What is this game's overall rank? So you want to have a larger number than the rank if yes. you're going to be off. Yes. The closest but, without going I mean, too close to zero. Yeah. What's like our what's our ceiling? Monopoly. We said like, Monopoly. We before, said Mono- but I think Monopoly. That's, that's like twelve thousand though. So yeah, there's a lot not, of stuff below that. It's not, but I will take Monopoly as a one dollar bid. <laughs> <laughs> that's just saying everyone else overbid. <laughs> So I am going to go. So if we're going to say twelve thousands our ceiling, I think it's actually like seventeen thousand. Okay, so if we're going to say twelve thousands our ceiling, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go with four thousand. Four thousand. <laughs> I wish I one day when we pay an editor, mm-hmm. I can just have it show up on the stream. Oh, that'd be cool. All oh, right, that'd be awesome, Colin. I will go with... If you say thirty nine ninety nine, I will hop across <laughs> the table. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to say seventy nine ninety nine. Seventy nine ninety nine. Okay. Bing. <laughs> Cindy. 10,000. 10,000. The actual board game rank is 2,638. Oh. So Philip wins right. that one. Wow. I got a point. Where's the pencils? No, That's a oh, we're lot doing the coins. Lower That's right. than... 
The oh, pencils okay. are only when the coins aren't available. Ah, there we go. Oh, I got all these coins! <laughs> <laughs> I got one coin. Yeah. It's an Eric Lane game, man. Come yeah, on now. True. Not I've all actually, of them can be winners, I've actually though. heard some people claim that of the, the fantasy sports games, this is their favorite. Mm. Like, I think, uh, I think... Well, the ranking makes sense. Tom Vassell thinks that way. Well, I, I like, saw it in Marshall, like, so I figured it couldn't be that good. <laughs> compared to... Well, it's old. Yeah. So it's probably they just had it sitting old, a bunch... Old? Five years is old? In well, it is in the board game in the world, game, right? Yeah. It is in the bear. So, in the computer world, that's ancient. True. The next game we have is a game called Amorica. Amorica. Amorica by Eric Vogel. It is a 2010 game, has a 218 ratings for his weight of 2.2 out of 5 by the design. Okay, excuse me. That was where it was pulled for. It is 100 <laughs> AD in the Celtic nation of Amorica, Brittany has been conquered by the Roman Empire. Now the administrators of Amorica try to increase their prestige by attracting wealthy Roman immigrants. However, Roman patricians have expensive tastes and it will take a lot of development to make a barbaric province like Amorica appealing. So it's a strategy card game with card drafting and pattern building Hmm. set in Brittany. Philip, you won, so you get to start. It has a rating of 6.5 on... What did I say? 218 ratings. Amorica. What is the actual rank? of? The- oh, I will tell you. In strategy board games, it is ranked 1,582. Okay. So... You didn't tell us any of this stuff for the last one. Oh, I told you everything but the category because it didn't have a ranking. In other- you didn't tell us the, the, ra- the overall... <laughs> rating though maybe i missed that but i did that <laughs> he's I improving I let's 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 leave That's it right. at that <laughs> uh i'm going to go with five thousand five thousand colin is this the average user rating yeah, or no, not the bgg the, rating the, the 6.5 there's the yeah bgg rating yeah yeah and, yeah. yeah give me a second i just don't i just if you're looking at the page it's probably the, it doesn't say it's okay. just the one that's on the page Okay. I think that's the geek. I rating. think that's the average use, uh, the geek rating. Yeah. Because yeah. I like that one better. It gives me a better gauge. What did Philip say? Five thousand. Oh, okay. I was like, he said five. It's not that high. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go sixty-five hundred. Sixty-five hundred. Yeah, the average rating is what I'm going with. Hmm. That's what's displayed on there. Okay. I'm gonna say fifty-seven hundred. Fifty-seven hundred. So right between the two of them. Okay. The average or the rank overall for Amorica is 5,529. Oh, man. Hey. What did you You said 5,757. Just enough. Yeah, awesome. I did it. I am still... The next game is Crusader Kings. This game, you are a a Crusader King striving for wealth, power, religious influence, and military might across the continent and across generations. It's basically the essence of the Crusader Kings app it's a, it's like an iOS app mm. that got turned into a board game. It's got an average rating of 7.2, three to five players, weight 3.10 out of five. In thematic, it ranks as 640. Oh. Cindy, what is the overall rank of this? 8,000. 8,000. Philip? 7,000. 7,000. I'll go 5,700. 5,700. <laughs> The actual rating is 4,399, Woo! so Colin gets that one. Man, there must be a lot of thematic games if it's that high. You or must mean there not, must not be that many thematic games. No, because you said it was it was like 600-something yes. thematic games. Yes. So if it's rated 4,000 and it's 640, then that means there's probably not a whole lot of thematic games. 
Well, there's at least 640. Right. That's okay. a lot. <laughs> well, out of the 17,000? Out of no, well, no, out of the 4,399, there are 640 thematic games. Oh. Is the way to think of it. Oh, I see. What you're, okay, okay. <laughs> Next time, I love the random because it just pulls up the most ran, the weirdest things. That's uh, random. St- uh, Stratego, Stratego Legends, which I didn't know it was a thing, mm. came out in 1999. It takes the familiar game of Stratego and Stratego. I can't. <laughs> Stratego. That one. And explain <laughs> and expands it into something new. In addition to ranks, all pieces have powers as well. Some fly, some teleport. Fly? Yeah. Huh. Some perform better in the marshes or in the mountains. It's an optionally collectible game. Optional. <laughs> Wasn't Stratego like... I, so I remember playing this in elementary school. Yeah. And they were like... Your pieces sort face of, you only. Sort of Civil War-ish looking type. Like Revolutionary War. Yeah, Revolution. Yeah. I mean... There, there were guns, but there was like no heavy armor. And well, this is legends. There was a cannon. This is legends. <laughs> no, it was bombs. It was a bomb. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So it is two to eight players. Weight of two point two six out of five. Wasn't it a two player game? It was a two player game. Yeah. That <laughs> says two to eight players. Teams. Team. It's teams. Yeah. <laughs> In the customizable category, it is ranked one hundred and ninety. Colin. So it's me first. What is its overall rank? Customizable. Yes. Let's go with. The overall rank. I'm 9,000. 9,000. Okay. I don't think there's too many customizable games. 7,300. 7,300. 7,000. 7,000. Hmm. The actual rank is 7,496, <laughs> oh, which means man. Colin gets Oh, no. It. You're right. Oh, what'd you say? 7,300. <laughs> oh, man. I was so close. Yep. I almost went with 7,300. You almost but went you with didn't. Se- Wait, no, that would have been worse. That would have been but worse. But you did. What, you... Wait, you said 7,300. You said 7,300. What was it? it oh, was 74. Se- <laughs> yeah, 74. I said, okay. but you didn't. I that shows said how much I care. I, said, I should have said 7,500 is what okay. I Okay, so the next one is Through the Ages, A Story of Civilization. Oh. Yeah. Not, a Story of Civilization, not, not a new story. the new one. Oh, which is in this the top This is the first version What's the top 100? Oh, top. Yes. yes I, I will tell you, this is in the top 100 games on VGG for Philip, who will not. Who this not one know. is? This one is too. Yeah. Both, oh, they both, both of are. them were. Uh, both, were are. both of them used to be like top 50, but then I think the regular one I dropped down. I think the new some. one is like two, yeah, <laughs> two or three. It's, it's top 10. Yeah. Uh, wait, 4.17 out of five, two to four players. It's a civilization-building game. Each player attempts to build the best civilization through careful resource management, discovering new technologies, electing the right leaders, and building wonders, and maintaining a strong military. In strategy, it is ranked 26. (laughs) Colin, what is its overall rank? I'm going to go with 62. 62. I'm going to say 50. 50. (laughs) Philip? 100. 100. That's that's good. Yeah. Wait, wait. No, oh, too, no, 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 no. Your answer has already been no. locked in. No, I'm late. thinking, oh no. <laughs> I, oh. The actual rank is 36. Okay, so I still get it. Cindy's <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait, no, she didn't want to keep that that's answer. That's right, she didn't want that answer. <laughs> well, I still would have been right because I would have said six. What did you say, 63? I would have said 62. I said 62. Yeah. Oh, then I would have said 61. But what I was thinking, I keep thinking that if I want to be in a space between somebody else, yeah. I have to go... I, Much I, lower? Yes. I'm like, 
I'm not still, just I'm one on, lower. I'm on dollars, not rankings. <laughs> it's annoying. So we're going to have this one be our last one. And mm. it, what are you at? One? One. It will break. There it, two. It will break so this or one make is, a tie. This is mm-hmm. two points. Oh. This is for all the marbles. I like to give everyone a chance. Sweet. Like uh, this one is Dark Souls, <laughs> the board game. Uh, hmm. From 2017, based on the popular board game. It's a brutally hard exploration miniatures game for one to four players. Prepare to die. Oh my god! The game features a fast setup, long reveal mechanism that gets you into the game quickly and builds the location as you explore. The sense of danger is palatable as you discover new locations and monsters that inhabit those dark places. The core combat mechanism and en- enemy behavior system forces deep strategic play and clever management of stamina to survive. As I said, one to four players, 3.13 out of five for the weight, 90 to 120 minutes. And mm. this has a couple of ratings. In thematic, it is rated 451. In strategy, it is rated 1,143. Mm. So, Cindy, what is its overall rating? Mm. 3,000. 3,000. Ferret? 2,000. 2,000. I'm not going to be a total jerk. I'm going to say 2,900. 2,900. Thanks. So, we got 3,000, 2,000, and 2,900. Yeah, that's bad for me. You got a hundred. Well, window. it means as long as it falls between twenty nine hundred twenty nine oh one and three thousand, <clears throat> oh, yeah. you're good. But the actual rating and the winning of the game with a rank of two thousand and eleven, ooh, is Colin. <laughs> Not fair. Is you were so close, Philip. You were so close. He so was close. Man, At he some, was eleven. Over. See, I, 11. I would just, I would just say we could go with the who's further away from the from the number, but that would involve math. math. <laughs> I was thinking uh, it might that last one might have been better just to say like who's closest in general. Mm. So I would like to say that's what it was, and Philip actually won. <laughs> Can I do that? Can I change your rules? Fine, go for it. <laughs> Yay! Yay! I've won my second game There's out a- of like a hundred that we played. <laughs> There's a coin under there. It's fine. It's fine. I was just letting you know there's okay. your coin, your points. Everything's fine. Yep. All and right. The points don't matter. And with that, we are at the end of the show. Okay, and that's our show, everybody. If you like this, you got to check out our other podcast, The Dirt Bags of Holding, where we play <laughs> the most awesome RPGs and we completely mess them up for your enjoyment. You can email us your comments and questions at bebackatboardsandswords.com. Follow us on Instagram at Boards and Swords Pod or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Boards and Swords Pod. You should also follow our individual accounts. I'm Cindy Pastorius on Twitter and Instagram. I am ColdCakes196 on both of those. You can find me at both places at Chris the Prof. And on Twitter, you can find me as Phil the Dirtbag. We are also a part of the Dice Tower Network of Podcasts, and if you want to check out other great board game-centric podcasts, you can go on there and check them out at dicetowernetwork.com. And the network is also helped out a lot by Cool Stuff Inc. So you can go to coolstuffinc.com and check out all their great, awesome weekly, daily, and otherly sales that they have all the time at coolstuffinc.com. And also, thank you all for listening, for watching, and absorbing this content through your skin, your ear holes, everything. (laughs) 
Just remember to come back next time for another episode. And in the meantime, remember that every gamer has a story, and mine is I'm going to jump over that table and start playing Marvel Champions. <laughs> Good night. See ya. Philip. Music ends here. <laughs> <laughs> Soundforge. I was going to say that. <laughs>